going on guys welcome back to the construction royalty podcast i'm your host Irvin, and today man we have a good show we have my good friend uh doug powell he's a uh, one half and co-owner of the lumen brothers electric company um out in maryland and uh, man doug doug uh, doug powell he's a uh, he's known as uh, the modern electrician and uh, he's been a comedian for for he was a comedian for a couple of years and now he's uh he's co-owner of this uh, electrical company right and uh so now he's he's doing things a little bit different than most people right he's he's mixing uh comedy with uh you know with with the electrical business and a podcast that he has going on too guys um and he does and then uh he does uh, drop a lot of value in this so just pay attention to what he's saying he's he's dropping facts and uh this is the first episode with uh, a new with a new co-host of mine, um, Jasmine Mendoza, and she actually works works here with us um, at Ritzy's Electric. But with that being said, guys, let's get to the show. Over on the East Coast. Uh, like, whereabouts in Maryland? A little town called Frederick. It's like... Um, Where's that by Eden? Eden, Maryland. Hmm. I don't even know. I'm not even familiar. Eden as in, like, Garden of Eden? Yeah, as in Garden <laughs> of Eden. Hmm. No, I don't know if I've ever been to Eden, Maryland. Um, Fruitland, Maryland? Yeah, that's... Hmm. Like, maybe closer Eden. to Baltimore. I'm, I'm closer to, like... Um, it's north of DC. It's like equidistant from DC, equidistant from that in Baltimore, just in different directions, um, heading toward like West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia, man! I went out there one time uh, camping, and yeah. it was scariest shit I've ever felt in my life. I thought I was in the hills, have eyes. And <laughs> you are. You were. You. That's yeah, where you were. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a hot tub, and I couldn't move without a knife or a gun. So I was just yeah. in a hot tub, just. Looking out for somebody just to come out of the woodwork and grab me and Yeah, I think you probably would have been all right. They're um <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> he'd have probably been fine. Yeah, I I feel the same way too when I go out way deep in the cut. If I'm out in the woods somewhere deep deep in the woods, especially West Virginia. Yeah, I mean it's the wild, you know? Yeah. It's lovely though. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's a um I don't know. If, I don't know. If, you know? Do you know who Logic is? The rapper Logic. Yeah, is he like around from where you're? He is. He's yeah. He's a Montgomery County guy apparently. And that's uh, that's the county next to ours. Frederick County butts up to Montgomery County. So, um, kind of with our with the work that we do, we try to stay in our county, yeah. just because it makes things easier. Sure. But Montgomery County is a neighboring county, and there's um, more high end residential in that area. So. So like within an hour or so. Yeah, not even, but like half an hour to an hour, and and then some. It's pretty close, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. All right, man. So, um, what you guys been been going on? Which but what you guys been doing after the the Nika show? Um, Nika. a lot, a lot, man. So much. I feel like the Nika conference was such a um fire starter. It like really kicked a fire under our butts, and um. So we're just, we're just all, we're just constantly trying to figure out what, how we want to do this. And like, where's this, where's our business going? Where's Lumen Brothers going? You know, we've been spending so much time lately just thinking about our pricing structure. Um, because ultimately, like, if we want to do all the things we really want to do, we need help. And in order to afford help, we've got to adjust our prices so that we're making, you know, we're just learning. We're three years in and we're learning how to do all this and like how to make sense of it. So um, that's been a lot of what's been going on. Um, and then a ton of uh, podcast work and just kind of time labor of love, uh, you know, hanging out, doing that. And uh, I need, I need that. I need the podcast for my own, like, um, so, you know, like if you're a musician, you play the guitar Um you know, I was a stand-up comedian for a long time. So like when I don't, I don't do that anymore. So this scratches that itch in a big way. It's great. You're just replacing it. 
Totally. And I, and I don't have to leave the house, which is awesome because I got family and it's like, you know, that was one of the downsides to that world was like, you're always gone at night. You're never home. Um, but with podcasts, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I see, I see some of your videos, man. The Like you, I mean, you mix, like you talk about electrical work, but you mix like a lot of comedy in it. Yeah. Yeah. I try to make fun of everything. I try to like, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or I spend a lot of time thinking, cause I do, I do it naturally. Like I'm always thinking about how to you know, life's hard, man. So I'm always thinking about how to make it easier or like how to outthink a situation or like if I'm, if I'm stuck or if I don't feel motivated or like I want to get up and go to the gym. It's just like, I'm, you always got to have these little strategies in place. Discipline's a big one. Um, but man, so I don't know. I spend a lot of my time doing that. So I feel like um, along with, with the comedy and talking about electrical stuff, I like to talk about like real life stuff too. Cause I feel like um, I don't know. It's just, it helps me, you know? Yeah, for sure. You're mainly doing it like for yourself, right? Kinda. Like, yeah. If I don't, yeah. Yeah. If I, if I don't do something like that, uh, or have a, some sort of creative outlet, I'm, I just, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what that would look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have something, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So how did you, is it just you and Josh right now? That's it. Well, we have, we have an apprentice, okay. um, young fella named Daniel. We call him young apprentice, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, 18 about to be 19. Uh, so we can't drink with him yet, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is unfortunate. Cause I feel like when you're training somebody, especially in the trades, oh, you know, yeah. you want to celebrate sometimes you do like a finish a big job yeah. and we get, we go out and he's just got to sit there and watch us drink beer. Like a, <laughs> like you want an iced tea or something, man, I can get you iced tea or something. It's sad. Yeah. So, um, but he's doing really good. He's like, you know, he'll, he's got a good future ahead of him. He's a sharp kid. I think, you know, like going straight from high school into the trades and he's just way ahead of the curve. If you ask me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's amazing. Especially knowing what you want to do right out of high school. Yeah. Like, all the detours and then now getting here when you're like in the thirties. Oh shit. You gotta start from yeah, I agree with that. And I, and even if you don't know where you ultimately like, like he's not sure where the trade will take him because nobody really is. But like, yeah. I mean, he's 18, 19. He, he could be a master electrician by the time he's what, like 25, 24, 25, ideally. Um, and then do whatever the hell you want to do and, and go learn a bunch of stuff and take that. You know, it's just like the world is. I feel like it's, I don't know if it's like that with, uh, I don't know, the trades offer that, you know? Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of shit that you can do, like, within the trades, right? Yeah. And, and then even then, like, if, if he doesn't want to, like, do this full time, I mean, he has his masters to fall back on where... Do whatever. Yeah, like, you know, big ass companies will give him good pay just to... Oh, yeah. Because of the license, right? There's a lot. There's so many. I don't know if, I don't know if people really fully understand the app, how many applications there are of a master electric, a master electrician's license. Like a friend of mine, a couple doors down as a master electrician. I want I want to get him on our podcast. Um, cause he was working for a, a big company for a long time doing union. Like in, he, they had this, uh, they had like a, a deal or a contract with the secret service. Cause we're near Washington DC. So he did like, they did all their like data cable stuff. So I'd love to talk to him about mm -hmm. what, you know, some of that, but now he's working for, um, there's a, there's an army base in Frederick. And he's working, they have like some massive, um, it's basically they just, they just keep the servers for that army base running. And they have like all of these massive diesel generators that are like at the ready. And so he's like, he's doing that now. I mean, who, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that that was an option when you were first starting, but it's those sort of things are available in, in especially the electrical trade. And it's like, you just don't know till you get started you know yeah and i think like i mean just trades in general they're not going anywhere they're not yeah they're um i i don't know i wonder though i it's like they're not i don't i'm not saying there i just wonder about like the, the the future of it like are you guys seeing in your area like a lot of young folks getting yeah. into the trades when i was going to the school for apprentices or like going to school for the uh for the journeyman and there's a whole bunch of apprentices in there. And there's a lot of people right out of high school um, doing this course and become a journeyman. Hell yeah. Um, 
and there's a lot of females actually coming out and coming up in this in the trades business in general. Yeah. But at school, it was about like maybe four females altogether. Okay. And when I saw the class photo about four years ago, there was one female out of the whole class. I was like, hey, that's cool, you know. Yeah, progress. <laughs> yeah. progress. Yeah, I like that. I love the idea that you can be, I mean, it's such a simple concept, but you can be whoever you want to be and and do whatever the hell you want to do. It's such, such an obvious statement, but it, it's it's so not obvious in society. Like it's not, it's like you have to fit a mold to do a thing kind of. And I love when um, that changes or, or levels out, you know, and it seems like it's it's happening. You're seeing more people that you wouldn't think are, in the you know, tradesperson or whatever that do construction and are really good at it. It's cool. So since you've been here for three years, um, do you think COVID had like a, like a little play in it uh, to put more trades people into the trades? Yeah, it's a good question. I wonder, I think it's probably area specific. There's probably more so. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I think it did a really good job of just further separating everybody and <laughs> <laughs> their camps. I think that's for sure. So I don't, I wonder, man. Um, it definitely shined a light, I think, on what is maybe considered essential as work. So like that might've been something that younger people would recognize and say, well, shit, huh, I was looking at a career, but I need to be looking at maybe an, what's considered an essential one, whatever yeah. that means, right? Whatever the hell that means, yeah. Right? Because what does that mean? It's like, fucking, well, when, when, when COVID hit for us, like we didn't know what to do because what is happening yeah. was was the first part it was just like what the fuck is happening i don't know and so we we shut we just started we just started the company i just left my i just left the company i was working for um josh just left the company he was working for i was like <laughs> i was doing lumen brothers for like a month he he just came over yeah. we had some jobs lined up and we were rolling and then we were like what do we do um that's crazy and, it was crazy. And so we, we stopped and there was all this conversation around, you know, there were people that would say to us, like, you guys are essential, man, you're essential workers, you can go work. And I just was like, I just like recess lights, <laughs> you know, like I get, I get that. It's a, I get that. It's awesome that we can play like say that. And if it, there is a scenario where it's essential, then I'm happy that that's the case. But I feel like at least in the beginning when we were just like, what is going on? Like, is this, is my whole family going to die or what's going like, what's, you know, I was like, let's, let's take a, take a seat. And then when we realized that wasn't the case, it was like, I don't know, business was booming during the pandemic. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, everybody fucking stayed home. So everybody was like, Hey, I have time to get my projects done. <laughs> That's right. Everybody was home with their partner and everybody's partners were driving them crazy. And they were just like, <laughs> This room doesn't have enough light. Why, why is there not an outlet on this wall? Yeah. Every little excuse. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you get? I'm, I'm curious about your company too. Like what, what kind of things do you guys primarily focus on in your area? So we do, uh, we're doing uh, residential remodeling right now. So we have, okay. we have four, yeah, we have four contractors that they basically feed us a job. Okay. We have three, yeah, three general contractors that do home remodeling. Okay. Um, and then we have one contractor that does a bunch of EV chargers. Like he's, he's like partnered with Qmerit. So Qmerit feeds him everything. Okay. And then he has subs. So we're one of his subs that go, goes out and does all these EV chargers. Okay, cool. All right. Well, do you like, do you like that model? Does that, do you feel like, man, I have so many questions. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah. Like where do you feel like you guys can keep up with that workflow? Um, yeah, we were talking about it actually this morning that um, we just, last week I met with two new ones, two new contractors. Okay. If we were to bring those on, then we for sure oh. need more people. Yeah. Okay. To have, like teams go with like their designated GCs, right? No doubt. No so, doubt. Yeah. Because right now it's just three of us and like that workload, like we're already getting pretty busy, especially with these EV chargers coming in. I'll bet. Like the guy's just sending me fucking like people, like after people. Wow, are they residential EV or is it commercial? Residential. Oh, right on. A lot of them. A lot of them are like, yeah, like the main panels on the outside, the charges just going on the opposite wall. Like, right. On. Like in two how, 
in in that process, is it some? Do you guys have a lot of say in the chargers that you provide? Do you provide chargers? Do you leave that to the client? Leave that to the customer. Right on. Okay, we're trying to figure that out too. It's like, yeah, and I don't know if you're experiencing this where you got you guys are in Texas, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you experiencing because you guys are have a separate grid than we do up here on the East Coast, but we're hit we're hitting these snags with, and they're not all the same, but some of them are like. Um, you know, if you want to install an EV charger, it's a unique load. It's a continuous load. Um, so we're having load issues, um, services that are, you know, obviously a service that may need to be upgraded. Um, or what we've also run into is like a local transformer that's already at it's 125% capacity. And, and to install this EV in one home would mean they would need to upsize the transfer. Are you running into any like load issues with EV? No, not at right all. Right on. Huh, man, they're killing us over here. And actually, like, even, like, the energy company here, the uh, I heard that they, like, they give homeowners an incentive. Yeah. Like, they, no, so they want them to get fucking yeah. burgers. There's totally incentive. Like, the, the cart is way before the horse. Like, it's, I, th- I feel like, I think there's tons of incentive in the country, and, you know, to EV, EV, EV for sure. There's rebates. They want you to install them, but then we're the ones who are getting bottlenecked with people being like, well, hold on. They, you can't install that on that service. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, um, they're like, well, just upsize it to a 400. It's like 400 amp meter sockets don't exist right now. They haven't existed for a year. Yeah. And, and like, they're pushing it so hard that to the point where like the fucking, like, there's not going to be enough for fucking everybody to have one. Yeah. And then what the, the, so, the peak hours too like you guys are california you guys or no, i'm sorry you guys are texas yeah. california is having like from what i've heard they're telling them they can either run their air conditioners or they can charge ev <laughs> right funny. yeah i saw that and they're slowly pushing towards it where yeah huh? where do you see that <laughs> instagram <laughs> where all truth comes from yeah i i just feel like there's gonna have to be a massive undertaking of like the grid um for all because there there's this massive push toward electric electric everything and then it's like you know 400 amp services all around and there's none (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's an interesting uh dilemma so that that was why i was curious about that because like and i think i when i was chatting with you guys at the conference we were talking about this we were looking for solutions that we found one we found a company that um the wall box we found them yep yeah, I got a. I was on a call with one of their reps. He okay. Called, they, How uh, did what? We're doing the same. We're like reaching out to them and seeing what we can do to start selling them. Yeah, that's what he told me. But he told me that there wasn't like a. He's like, just start off with like one or two, right? Because yeah. I told him that all the charges that we're getting, they're all like they're since they're, they're since like the if a client gets a a Chevy Bolt, right? Like everything, like the Chevy gives them the charger, right? The Ford Mustang gives them the charger. So like everybody has their own chargers right whenever they reach out right so i was telling him that we, we don't buy any but he's like yeah just start off with like one or two there's no minimum and yeah. then he said that he was gonna like get me in contact with some other companies that he's partnered with so then they can start feeding us installations too it's a good idea yeah, yeah and having having like the knowledge and uh an understanding of what makes one charger superior to another one is important like we're trying to really dial that stuff into like, you know, not only that, but like surge protection, like which surge protectors do you use and why? Um, and there's so, so many like little nuanced. It's like when you go to buy weed, they're talking about like terpenes. I'm like, what do you talk? Just, yeah. just, just give me weed. Those are the little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got to zoom in like super close and then you'll see like the little white dots or whatever. I do. I get real close. yeah but i feel like those nuances exist in the ev world and in the all this all this like um (laughs) sensitive electronic stuff you know what i mean yeah yeah so what kind of what kind of stuff are you putting on your ev chargers like what kind of uh we say like breakers are you putting on yours uh non-gfi non-gfi breakers non-gfi so and and you know we're getting through inspections with them that's what's that's what at least in our area the interpretation looks like um they're you know they're saying every every the the difference would be um if we were installing a 
a receptacle. What, what do you do there? Right. Cause it's like the, the, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to, if you have a receptacle in a garage location, an unfinished garage, it's gotta be GFI protected. Um, but you're going to have the manufacturer of probably every EV that you get, say that you're going to experience nu nuisance tripping mm -hmm. if you do that. So we try to hardwire um, everything and I'll just put in like a disconnect. I'll hardwire it and disconnect it. So it's, it's the same principle. Um, I don't think they, I don't know that they care, but I just don't every, I want to try to mitigate all of the debates in a, when an inspector comes to look at something, I want to have it all. No, here's why I did it. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys do GFI breakers out there? Um, it's only the same thing. If it's, okay. you know, if it's right. hardwired, you don't need it. And then obviously like the, the, the guy that's, that's passing us the jobs, like he's the one that kind of tells me like, Hey, there's no permit here. You don't need GFCI. Well, just, you know, put an outlet or they want it hardwired or whatever. Cool. So good deal, man. Yeah. We, he mainly like just tells us like how it's going to be. And we're just like, okay, we got it. We're just going to go do it. Sweet. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So, but he also, <laughs> you know, we don't have to do anything. You know, I just get fucking emails of like, yeah, call this client a schedule. Okay. <laughs> wow, man. That's great. I need one of those. Dude, I, I, found, <laughs> I found them on Indeed. Oh, yeah. Did you really? You found a contractor looking for an electrician? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his, yeah, like, I, his, his like headline was like, this is the last job you'll need. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Coming hard. Coming in hard. Yeah. I like, like that. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Josh and I were having that conversation today because like, we're always in that limbo where it's like, we're two, we're two guys. We've got a, an apprentice working with us. How much can we take on before it's too much and we're miserable? Uh, how, how, you know, like, do we work? Cause we have, a, we have friends who are, we've got a friend who's a, um, interior designer in like a really high end area in Northern Virginia and they got a lot of work. Um, and we've got a friend, um, oh, oh, we've got a friend who is, uh, runs an HVAC company in town and, and they always need just like two forty volt lines run to their mini splits or their hand, whatever. It's a lot. It could be a thing. So we're, but we're hesitant because you have to keep up yeah. and like, and then we've got these other clients you know, and you guys, I'm sure experience that too, where it's like, you know, once you service a client and you're their electrician, if you've got a busy schedule, you've got to find some way to fit all that in. So we're just constantly trying to figure out what it, <laughs> it's, yeah, I get you. And it's yeah, wild. That, yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what like we we're talking about in the morning was like, if we have all these like contract contractors, these new contractors, then we would need teams, right. To kind of separate them. Yeah. So, um, and even like today, I had two of their uh, two two project managers from two separate GCs like reach out about projects. Like, hey, when can you go do this at the house? Wow! So the one on Friday, and he's like, "Fuck!" Like any sooner, you know. So yeah. we're, already, we're already like experiencing that. Whereas like we want that like, we got to go out now. Yeah. Like we can't. And the other one, I told them Monday, and he's like, "Damn, well, can you like trim out half the kitchen? Right. The appliances like this week. Right. <laughs> I was like, fine, fine. I'll sure." Go. Yeah. I think you gotta be, it's like, you gotta be flexible, right? You gotta like bend. Semper Gumby. Semper Gumby for sure. Yeah. Bend don't break. Um, cause I think in that, right in that world, it's like, you got, you're just, you never know when you're going to get that call, but you say, I guess same with us. You never know when somebody's going to call and say, Hey, this isn't working or whatever. Yeah. And like what, what, um, what you were talking about is like, how do we take off like on all these work right and i was yeah. like you should get like a make a team like just to do like the the guy for the the ac right like just lines for that guy that's if, right if he has that's, enough work that's what we were thinking that's the same same thought it's like what yeah what if we just hired somebody just to do that yeah yeah somebody just for like your interior designer stuff or it's a good idea like i was thinking doing that for the car chargers like just have like a team of two yeah just doing just car chargers it's a great idea if you if the work's coming in and you got to keep up with it that's the way to do it i'm just so nervous we're just so nervous about bringing somebody on and uh for sure making it bigger yeah it's like you know i don't know yeah it's yeah. A, i mean it's scary like for sure like i feel the same way i'm like damn dude like because it's the same thing like you know i'm at that point right now where i'm like thinking like we need somebody else already yeah 
fuck, like what if work kind of slows down or we don't actually need this person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. And that's, that's my worst fear. I think even with um, like our apprentice, I, we try to, we just want to keep him busy. Um, so if it's a slow period of time, you know, we got him over in uh, the shop. We've got a, Josh has got a barn on his property and that's kind of our shop and got him over there organizing stuff. It's like, that's a tricky thing. And then when you've got, you've got families that are relying on you, I mean, it's, yeah. it's part, it's part of what you do, you know, it's, it's part of it, but I feel like um, running a business, you can do it a million ways. And so far we've been like single parents, you know, uh, you know, the kid, he's 18, he's fine. He's, you know, he knows how to do some stuff now. And um, taking on more is like doubling down and yeah. probably some debt, got to get a facility, stuff like that, um, which is all good stuff. Uh, but it just makes me not sleep at night thinking about it right now. Yeah. So what's, I mean, what's the goal? Like how big? I don't know. Not, what... not big. I think, I think ideally the goal would be to just fulfill like what we want, which is, um, you know, I would, I would like to make sure that like, I love, I love that the, our podcast that we're doing is um, kind of growing in its own way. And, and I would love to spend more time, focusing on the, the marketing side of the company. Um, but as far as our company is concerned, as far as the electric company, I mean, we're open to how it, we're open to go with the flow Semper Gumby, as some say. Um, but I think if we could keep, you know, keep it small, but a, a few teams, I think just a few teams <laughs> enough. I feel like enough to free Josh and I up to run it, to run the show, because right now it just feels like, because it is, we're, we're, we're running the show and we're also running ourselves and like, ah, fucking brutal. Um, and then, you know, doing a podcast cause that's just what you gotta do. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's like, but, but then if you get bigger, it's like, then there's a whole more money, more problems, you know, <laughs> like, like one wise guy once said. <laughs> Yeah, like a wiser man than myself once said yeah more money no, more problems. yeah <laughs> no but that's good like you know because like goals change over time right so yeah for sure you know if you're already at that point where it's like okay like i thought this is where i was going to get to right you know, kind of want more now or you know it's just it'll benefit you more if you have more or it's just yeah. not any more stress yeah i wonder I, I wonder about like for for me and i think josh is like this too we just are I'm when I think about success, I don't think about like a monetary. No, it's not. It's never like the consideration. I feel like it's always, can I, can I wake up in the morning and live the life of, of my choosing to me? That's, I, I don't care how much money I have. If I can wake up in the morning and just be completely myself, that's what I'm working toward. And so like, that was part of starting a business and that was part of starting the podcast and part of being a stand-up comic and everything, you know, it's all trying to find these ways to like make a life of my own without having to do stuff that I don't want to. <laughs> like I'm putting all my creative energy into being as free as possible. Um, and so I don't know what that means as far as like the success of the company but I think we'll we'll keep following that path, and um, I think it'll get to where we see it. So I just don't think we can see it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're you're focused more on creating like your dream life. Yeah, it's more it's a it's a lifestyle business. I think more than anything, if you could say that, it's like we just want we want to like. Yeah, we want to. You're creating your lifestyle first, yeah. and you're creating a business around your lifestyle. Yeah, and and maybe even focusing on that as as a niche too like on our our website the header is um powering your lifestyle and the con we you know one of the concepts of marketing that we try to push is like is as opposed to just saying what's the project you want to do uh asking what's your lifestyle what do you would or do you work out what's your, what's your gym sitch got need some outlets for that treadmill and some lights down there <laughs> you know I, you know what i'm saying so it like just appealing to a different um sensibility like oh you like to brew beer well you need some 240 volt outlets for that controller and you yeah. check out you know so we're trying to move in that direction i don't but like stuff like that just having fun and like trying to find ways to make what we're doing more more meaningful and personal you know and definitely like keep mixing that like comedy to it for sure 
I mean, nobody's nobody's doing that, you know. Not everybody. Well, not everybody's funny. So. Not, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's true, and not everybody spent over a decade in a, as a, as a masochist in the the comedy field. So, I agree. I think I think that um, I think I see the lane for sure. I think we we can see the lane in it. Um, it's yeah. good. Make yeah. the vibe of the company like that. Yeah. Like yeah. smile and laugh and have that good- first man. Yeah. You know, we're very professional, but we also have a great time as I'm sure you guys do when we're working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Works fun, man. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah. but I mean, yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah. It was stressful on our end. I think it's when you were just working. Um, yeah. It can be stressful too. It's true. Yeah. So how did, uh, how did you and Josh meet? How did you guys like decide to kind of start doing this thing? So, so Josh grew up, I'm not from Maryland. I'm from Illinois. And so I'm a transplant here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Josh grew up out here and, um, he grew up with my wife and her family. Like they were neighbors and friends and went to school. Josh's older, Josh's, uh, uncle who is only like five years older than him grew up with my wife's brother. They are both now sculptors at the department of engraving which is bananas that they both two, two dudes from Middletown who are this little town in Maryland who are best friends with both now are like money sculptors and artists that it's a, anyway. So then uh, my wife and Josh were like a year or two apart. And so they kind of grew up in the same friend group. So, you know, one thing led to another, I moved to this town, met a lot of people. And then um, I just kind of knew both of them. And uh, Josh was always somebody that like when I was doing various other things before I, I didn't get into the trade till I was 35. And so, yeah, I did a bunch of stuff, um, a bunch of other things first. I was a farmer. I farmed for a while. I did like small scale organic um, agriculture and raised animals. And uh, I was a stand up for a long time. Did a bunch of odd jobs when I did that. I worked in radio. Um, I was a uh, project manager for a digital media company for about five years. Um, anyway. <laughs> what is there, dude? <laughs> And then I, I was a Marine when I was a kid. And then I got into the, uh, to the trades. But uh, so Josh was always somebody who like, w- I would talk to because he was such a stable dude. We obviously were friends, but every time I was considering a, some sort of n- new direction or some, you know, whatever my path was going to lead me to, I'd always come back to it because I'm from trades people. My dad's a body man. And, um, you know, I've, all the fellows in my family are blue collar people. Um so when I decided that I wanted to be start in the trade, I reached out to Josh again and um, picked his brain, blah, 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 got started. And uh, he just was always kind of there to like guide me through. Uh, when I got ready for my journeyman's exam, he was the one who sat me down with the NEC and like taught me about the index and like walked me through all that stuff. Um, and so when I want, as soon as I got my journeyman's, I was already chomping at the bit to start a company or something because I can't help myself. And uh so I was like, oh, I got to do something with his license. And uh, so, I, so my wife was like, why don't you, uh, why don't you see if Josh wants to start a business with you? I was like, that's who I should talk to. So anyway, here we are. <laughs> it took a little while. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It took a little while to get him on board. Um, How long? Maybe like six months or so. I think, uh, yeah, it wasn't too long, but he, we talked about it at first. We went over it. Um, the thing I like about him that is that he compliments me really well and uh and that was from the jump so i knew you know it's like i like that he took a long time to think about that (laughs) that's a big decision if it was up to me i'll jump right into something and uh you know not the not the brightest but you know i have a good time yeah Yeah, i'm the one i get things going josh makes josh makes sure we don't die or get arrested yeah it's good (laughs) partnership <laughs> yep. Yeah. Be, What's up? We are gonna be at the. You're gonna be at the Nico, right? Next year, Man, dude. After this year, I don't think I'll ever not go. That was like. Is that the first one? First one I've ever been to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh. It was great. It was yeah. a, what a great time. Philly. Yeah. Philadelphia. Dude, that's on your neck of the woods. Hell yeah! We're gonna go and uh, say hello to you guys. Yeah. You know, we should, you know, we should do, and I'm just going to, it's probably be a terrible idea, but we should all get like a road rules house or like a, uh, we should all get a house. Uh, It's probably an awful idea. 
a party house. <laughs> I mean, it would probably be a really good time. Um, look, we'll, yeah. we'll put a pin. It. We'll put a pin in it. Let's think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea. Um, and it definitely was a really fun time. I really liked meeting everybody. That was like the best. Yeah. Yeah, man. What was that? Have you gotten your ferret tool yet? Did you get the ferret tool? No, um, we didn't purchase one there. We, um, we are, we had, we purchased them online or yeah, we had them already. So we didn't purchase one there. You purchased one at the event. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's going to have, they're going to have to send it on a boat or something. Yeah. <laughs> <Old school. laughs> that yeah. ferret is awesome. That tool is amazing. I've been bitching about it ever since, uh, Urban said, hey, we're going to buy one. I was like, all right, hell yeah. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been bitching about not having it. And then yeah. I uh, got sent back in the mail. Uh, <sighs> My heart broke, man. My heart broke. It'll be there soon enough. It's it's so cool. Uh, it's a game. It's a game changing tool. It really is. It'll be worth the wait, hopefully. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> like, and, you, and when you need it, you need it. Yeah. You know, you there's some times where you're just like, what do I do? How do I do this? How do I make this fish happen? And uh, that thing is how. Uh, I think I've said that at least like five times between now and the convention. Yeah. Man, I wish I had that ferret. You know? mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> but you got to be the ferret instead. You got to get up in there. Yeah, dude. That's right. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've been in a good crawl space it's it has it's been like do you miss it yeah man like it's been a minute i've uh no i don't i don't miss it i'm kidding yeah. it's yeah. fun it's it's always funny i don't know why i find it so humorous to be in a hole in the ground but i just find like that's it's a it's, it makes me laugh like that you go through all this training and you like know all this theory and all these calculations and you can <laughs> you know and here you are in a butthole just <laughs> upside down with rat shit all over you <laughs> trying to stick a fucking wire in a hole <laughs> and, then, and then you just start laughing you're like oh man <laughs> it's hilarious it's so good yeah i like diving in holes because it keeps me sharp it's like um it's like working out you know you lose it you, you sort of lose it <laughs> i don't want to be scared to jump in a hole you know like that's how I feel about the addicts. I mean, yeah, I don't like addicts either. I haven't had to go through a crawlspace yet. I did. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a, it was. I mean, it was pretty clean. Yeah. Cool. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, it was pretty clean. Empty. I, I respect a clean crawlspace, man. I respect when people keep the crawlspace clean. I'm like, all right, people, all right. Because there's so many crawlspaces you climb around, and then you're just like, this is terrible, it's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see like any insects. I didn't see any spiders, anything like that. So, dang, damn, well, damn. Oh, up in the Marriott. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, I, mean, I was watching for the snake. I was like, bro, like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fight something right now. All yeah. right, so, so being in Texas, is that something you've come across a time or two? Yeah, like there's, there's definitely, there could definitely be snakes on there. Have you come across any like that in a crawl space? Uh, not no, no snake. Okay, cool. But, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming I mean, you, yeah. Right? <laughs> Usually, I'm not trying to jinx you. Like not in the cross spaces, but like yeah. just uh, like say like under a padded or something like that. Sure. But I'm not me. Maybe yeah. my dad. Like whenever I used to work with him. Yeah. Like him back in the day, but like I never experienced. Thankfully. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to make up some of those stories if you have kids. Do you have kids? No, no, no. I mean, you never know. Just like your dad, he had to make up some stories about some snakes too, man. You're going to have to. (laughs) Yeah. I used to have a football coach who said, if you're not an all American by the time you're 50, it's your own fault. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It is. Tell your own stories. Yeah. No, I, I have not come across. We have uh, copperheads and um, things like that out here that are, venomous snakes but not to the extent that like a texas does um but i haven't come across anything like that but yeah some definitely some critter holes 
Yeah, yeah. now Bob, I haven't come across that. But personally, yeah, I've came across the tarantulas, the rattlesnakes. Oh, the man. Tarantulas. Fuck. Yeah, dude, I can't do spiders for sh- save my life yeah that's i mean well and that's a big spider that's like spiders are fine but like that's a not that's a like a blown up honey i blew up the kids <laughs> plush plush spider man yeah that's crazy yeah if a spider's big like that that's bananas to have to deal with in like a real life space it's like fighting. it's like trying to fight a bodybuilder <laughs> it's like trying to fight a bodybuilder. that's right yeah, a bodybuilder with like a syringe full of poison in their hand. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's uh, that shit is scary to me. Out yeah. here, I, out here, I feel like the worst you would get is like a um, groundhog. Probably tangling with a groundhog would suck. Um, but I haven't had to do that just yet. I'll let you know. I will post it to Instagram immediately if and when it happens, so you guys will be the first to see it. That's what I'm saying it'll be it'll be the video that finally sends us to the top <laughs> doug, <laughs> Rus- doug russell's groundhog <laughs> half the lumen brothers this is groundhog in the middle of the day <laughs> yeah the other one's recording 100 i would be mad if he were to try to step in to help me and not catch the content yeah the world we live in <laughs> um show show up show up on time mm. yeah be be on time be early may you go to water like bottle of water yeah okay um ask how can i help uh listen <laughs> yeah the listening part i think i got it almost yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes yeah. it's hard to shut the fuck up and just say yeah that's what i'm doing yeah i mean asking questions is good though like if you got a good uh mentor that can that's uh patient with you ask questions you know if you if you are curious about it that's the whole point so like if you're curious the then your mentor is lucky Cause it's hard to teach somebody that doesn't care, but like, if you do care, then ask questions. Cause that's, that's a great thing. Ask a lot of questions, be on time, have a good attitude. I see. I can do every single one of those things that you're talking about. Every single one of them. <laughs> I can listen. I can ask all the questions. I can, I can hand you a tool before you even need it. Yeah. Be the latest. I can be, you know, I can be there for 14 hour shit. Cool. Damn it, dude. You want me to be on time? Can I just, you know, run out of all of them? It's so funny that pe- that people who are on time and people who are not on time are different, two different people. And it's not that one can do the, the other one. Like people who are on time want to know why people who aren't on time aren't on time. Like, why can't you just be on time? They don't, you don't understand. They're not like you and you're, and you're not like us. I, I'm always early, but my friends who are always late, they're always late. And there's, and I'll never be late if I can help it. And same with them. They'll, if they can help it, they'll never be early. And it's just, we operate differently and uh, that's okay. We need each other, but be on time. <laughs> See, I think I need you more than you need me. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. All right. So be on time. Listen. Yeah. What else you got? Have a good attitude. Like it part, part. And what I mean, what I mean by that is part of your job when you're growing and you're learning in the trade isn't just you're not just learning to use your hands and use the tools you're learning how to overcome frustration and dig deep all that shit and it all it all comes back to you and your brain and how you process information and do you let your brain get the best of you can you cool yourself can you keep a cool head all those things that like can dial in like you making better decisions the final product coming out better all those things are little tricks that over time you have to whittle down whittle down whittle down that's why the old masters don't you know they don't fret whenever they don't they don't fret yeah they just like they know how to do it but it's all part of it and not everybody does that i think not everybody gives a shit about that kind of stuff some people are like 
been doing a long time and they just get pissed off and throw their tools down and walk away or whatever. And whatever, man, I don't give a shit what you do. But yeah. if you were, if you were asking me, I think that it all is part of the same thing. Like you don't see a Kung Fu master that comes, comes in and is like, just throws his shit all over the place. <laughs> Maybe Poe from uh, you know, Kung Fu Panda, but um, it's all part of the same thing. It's all Kung Fu. It's all mastery of your environment and your mind and your ele- elements. And Oh, you said something about discipline earlier. You said discipline is very, <clears throat> very important. Um, it is. <laughs> it is. How do you get that from? Is that like personal or like uh, read a book on it or? About discipline? Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things about discipline. Um, I mean, I was in the, um, I was in the military when I was a kid. And so, and then also like when I was growing up, I did like martial arts and stuff and they're real big on like respect and discipline. So it was just always something I was around where the adults were like, show respect, you know, respect each other, respect me, we respect you. I think that's all inherent in like concepts like discipline, respect, respecting yourself, respecting people, you know, all that stuff. Um, I'm not great at discipline all the time. I'm like disciplined about some things, but I'm not at others. Selectively disciplined <laughs> when I when I want to be. Um, but it's an it's an important one. I think that I'm learning that over and over. It's like even though I'll ignore it, like I'm good at motivation and I'm good at getting started, but the habit is mm-hmm. the hard is the hard part. Like keeping the habit is the hard part. My wife's really good at it. She's been like every day working out for like four years now. She 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 just got on it and she doesn't miss. Um, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll go, I'll go for a while too. And then it'll be like three months and I'll be like, I haven't worked out in three months. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm just so not disciplined about it. You know, I guess probably cause like, it doesn't catch your attention that much. It doesn't what? Catch your attention. Like- yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm like a diagnosed obsessive compulsive, uh, medicated for it, but I, like it's at least it's, it's a positive version of it where like I just am hyper focused on whatever it is that's got my attention yeah. and everything else is is just not as I do it just prioritize less at some point in time that focus will go back into fitness and I'll prioritize that again and that's just kind of how it goes usually I that's just my excuse for not being disciplined though nice. yeah I mean yeah, I uh that, I mean, that's kind of hard for me too. Like same thing. Like I'll start something, but then like it just dies down after. Like it, it sucks, right? But and I know like it's something important that I need to, you know, get to. Um, but like if it's too much, obviously you can't take on too much, right? Like you can't. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So yeah, and I also feel like I I like the the phrase um everything in moderation, including moderation, and I like to be you know disciplined but i also like to not take it too seriously all the time so it's like all right fuck it who cares like not a big deal you know because then you're gonna die and so what well yes <laughs> so it's like do your best put all your effort into it try your best to live the life that of your choosing and let go because then oh well i think i think yeah. like Everybody, everybody knows like if they're slacking off right or if they're like fucking. Running. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like deep maybe, down, maybe I wonder. I want. It's a good question. Like deep down, like if you have really yeah. have a conversation with yourself or just like thinking like about your life, like yeah. replay or repeat. Yeah. Like you'll be like, damn, dude. Like I'm like slacking here. I'm slacking here. I could do better here. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, there's gonna be things that you focus more on than others, right? Like yeah. at times. Yeah. And I think that I heard a, there was, I'm going to mess this saying up, but there was this coach that I saw that it was, he was talking to his players and he was saying something like, oh, I'm going to mess it up. But it was like people who don't put their effort in, they don't put hundred percent in, they don't care. They're not trying. They're, they're not worried about whether or not they're trying hard enough. They're not even, they don't care about it. It's the people who try really hard that are putting their all into something and they're all, and they, and they spend all their time thinking they're not, trying hard enough you know it was something to oh, the yeah, tune yeah. of that it's like it's it's like you're we're so hard on ourselves um i know the video talking about yeah yeah it's i can't remember he phrased it in a much more eloquent uh motivating way um i think i would have just confused all the football players there they'd have been like what the fuck are you talking about coach I'd be like yeah it's like you know ah fuck get out there yeah yeah <laughs> he, he, he was saying that uh 
lazy people they don't do any work and they think that they should like receive everything or whatever that's right that's right that's what it was like hardworking people like work as as hard as they can and they they still think that they're being lazy they're not doing enough and that's right and i think i think that's a sign that you're just a an overachiever probably yeah, yeah. same i'm just i can't sit still it's not a great thing i don't i'm not a i should work on that that's a good one yeah sit, the sitting still I have trouble with that, so I know what you mean. Yeah, it's hard. I just got a lot, you know. Smoke and, you know. Smoke, come on. Yeah, exactly. That's probably the problem right there. <laughs> yeah. the, thing I, the thing I found, dude, is like the strain that I'm buying is like, I don't know, like it, like every other weed like got me fucking anxious and yeah. real tired and, and sleepy, but this one kind of like gets me going. That's great. What's the strain? It's a, a jelly breath. Jelly, jelly, jelly breath. Jelly Jelly breath. Okay. Okay. Jelly breath, right? I think, I think I've had jelly breath. And then there's another one, Skittles. I've had Skittles. Okay, cool. It's so, good when you, that's the beauty of like legal marijuana is that you can find the strain. It's like what, if you have like with um, OCD, I've had to try a couple different medications and uh, some don't work. Some aren't great. Some make you feel groggy. Um, but I'm on Zoloft and it's fucking awesome. Uh, it's great. I call them my don't be an asshole pill. Cause I feel like when, <laughs> when you're obsessive and compulsive, you're just like such a dick. Cause you're like, <laughs> it's gotta be a way. Right. So um, those drugs definitely make me feel less like a little. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you say? I said, uh, my roommate is, or my girlfriend is obsessive compulsive or OCD. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes she can be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's um, it's funny because you don't know what it is until like well, I didn't think that's what I would be diagnosed with. But then, so learning about it backwards after being like, okay, I guess that's what's going on. Um, looking at all your behaviors and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, it's interesting. It's like this uh, anxiety based control thing where it's like if anything's out of what you imagine it needs to be, there's anxiety. And when you feel anxiety, you know, if you're unaware of it, you're like grumpy, angry, and like, you know, you want things to be a certain way. Most people are probably like that. It's a, but when, not just that specifically, but just boom, whenever you become aware of like shit that you do. <laughs> yeah. It's like a game changer because you're like, oh, yeah. you never notice it. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. Self-awareness, man. Yeah. That's, that's big. Yeah. Self-awareness is a huge thing. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's like, um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I was, I was uh twenty eight, maybe twenty seven, twenty eight when it when that sort of thing hit me like a meteor, right? And like, I was like, holy shit, I don't know what's going on. And uh, that changed my life in such a cool way. Where like every since that, that was probably the biggest thing that happened in my life. Where everything's different after that than it was before where like, you just don't realize like, man, I've been living my whole life, not even aware of all like that. I'm have specific tendencies or that I like have these options of what that might mean. Or like, I could actually respond to things differently than I do. <laughs> it's it's, been in. it's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's cool. Dude, that shit was mind blowing. Whenever I found that shit out, whenever I had to start writing down, um, like my favorite color or like what favorite snack I like or how I need to start responding in anger instead of, you know, trying to bust down doors and walls. Just I can breathe now and say, Oh my God, guess what? My, yeah. name, is, my name is Jay. And uh, <laughs> I can breathe and I know who I am now. We should. It's good. Yeah. It's a big thing. Not everyone, you know, not everyone goes to that shit. Cause I've met yeah. some people. And they act just like children. They yeah. act they very, uh, you can tell who's awoke. Uh, like, not, I don't want to use the word awakened because there's a whole context that goes with that. Woke. <laughs> no, I, I think that, you know, what's interesting though, is I see that too. And I feel like I know, I know people too that, but, but I know people who have gone through that, myself included, who then revert back and forget only to be like reawaken and like, Oh my God, I did that again. I can't believe I fucking did that. It's how many times that you just like, you forget and remember and forget and remember like um, self-awareness 
or consciousness or whatever. It's all about like just being like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Forgot. I forgot about that. That's that's a cool thing. I should keep I should pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Like, the thing that I noticed is like that basically like the way that we grow up, like I mean, you you're not self-aware, you're just kind of reacting to everything. Totally. Like, you're just like flowing through life, you're just kind of like cruising, seeing what's up, like what happens, you know. You're not mm -hmm. really finding anything, you're not really like aware of what's going on. Yeah. When you you realize that shit, it's like and then you go back, like me, whenever I go back home and I kind of hang out with my old friends or, or like I'm around family. Yeah. Like I, I'm like paying attention to what they're saying and what they're doing and how they're acting. And it's like, like, I feel like they're not self-aware because like a lot of us aren't right. And some yeah. people just never discover it. And like, it's crazy. Like whenever you realize it and you, you're seeing other people act, it's like, damn dude, like they, I don't know. They're just kind of like reacting to shit. Yeah. And I think it, it happens a lot more in groups. I think we're more prone in groups to uh, revert to like behaviors or things that we, you know what I mean? It's funny. It's like we are humans are an interesting species of creature. We're like one-on-one uh, -on -one, humans are fucking great. Like, you know, for the most part, I, I can have the, I can have a just as relaxed and comfortable conversation with a, an all right Christian as I could with a um, trans woman. I just, people in, one-on-one -on -one are great they're people they're vulnerable they're human it's just when we get in groups we're bananas it's where we can't help it man it's like yeah what are you gonna do but we're group animals for sure um what i was gonna ask you earlier whenever you were talking about like the like whenever you're saying about the apprentices um, like, how do you, how do you deal with all the stress and frustration that goes, especially cause you're a oh, fucking bitch, <laughs> especially cause you're a, you, you're a three man crew. Like, yeah. just us, like how, how do you, how do you manage that? Like um, and all that good stuff. <laughs> so I try to keep a, the, um, the podcast helps honestly, because I get to, um, have conversations like this, which is just helpful. I think talking about it is always helpful. Like I, I just learned like that. Um, I don't know, man. That's just how I learn. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I feel like a lot of guys don't are more quiet. I talk a lot, um, but it helps me. It helps me process things, and so that um, that's good. And uh, I try to, I try to maintain relationships in my life with people who I admire and respect. Out, you know, outside of things like this uh, that I have, uh, I try to make regular time for. Um, I do like a Sunday morning coffee when I can't, you know, as, as often as I can with a friend of mine, that's a tattoo artist in town, um, that I just, uh, we've been friends for over a decade and I just find him compelling. And, you know, he's always got some new, every time we hang out, he's got some crazy new thing idea and like, man, we're, you know, just keeps you going. And like, I try to keep, um, those things in front of me and, uh, stay on top of it. I feel like, uh, to, to keep my, to minimize my stress, I'm, uh, bit of a uh, workaholic in that regard, because like, I feel like I'm less stressed when I'm prepared. Preparation is like the antithesis of stress for me. So if I'm like ready, I'm not stressed. I got it. But if I'm like not thinking about what the day's got in store and it's like, I'm behind or I'm not on time, I'm usually pretty stressed. Um, but yeah, man, weed helps. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good, that was a good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Try different things. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, like uh, I like that first thing that you said. It's just like having podcasts. You know, just like having conversations. You know. Yeah. You do need to talk about a lot of shit, and like I don't do fucking that. I don't do that shit often. Yeah. I should, and I think I'm gonna definitely do that more because talking helps. Right. Yeah, and just like thinking through your, like I'm I'm glad I partnered with um with Josh going into the business because. I just, man, he just, I, every time I have something that I'm not sure about, he might not be sure about it either, but just having somebody else to be like, what, what, what do we do? And have him to just be like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, what do we do? We got to figure it out. It's just, there's something about that where it's just not me being like, what? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's, it's super helpful. It has like the bad, like he gives you the validation of like, yeah, you probably don't know what you're doing. That's right. That's right. And he's been an electrician for much longer than me. So it makes me feel better. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not crazy. That's right. That's right. No, it's good. It's like, 
yeah, talking's the way. It's uh, yeah. I try to do that. But like I said, I got a handful of um, yeah, people that I try to maintain that with as best I can. I'm not great at it, but um, I think it's valid because it you know different people add different enhance your life in different ways. Um, and if you can, if, when you meet, when I meet somebody who has, has qualities that I admire, I try to like glean that I try to like, want, I want that. I'm like, when I see somebody who like sends thank you cards, a friend, you know, a friend sends me a thank you card. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I, I love that idea. You know, like little, little things along the way where you're like, ah, I want to be more like that. I like that idea. Um, so you just hang around with people who bring you positive vibes. That's it. That's it. And try to do the same, try to spread the same thing. And, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm Be really beneficial. Like, yeah. yeah. I was already like been planning on doing this, but like by December first, I was gonna deactivate my personal Instagram and my personal Facebook just because it's like so time consuming and so it is shit. Yeah. And like I just wanted to clear my head from for like six months at least or seven months of like all the like the rest of the world, you know? And just kind of like be put yeah. my head. Yeah, I, I go through phases too where I need a break. It's good. It's good to take a break. Yeah. Whatever you're needing, you know. If you need time, downtime, take downtime. For sure. Is that, it's a lot. I know like, like hikes for me help too. Yeah, hikes are awesome. Wait, when you were over here in Austin, did you guys get to go for like uh, outdoors escape or anything? No, we were so focused on like getting that, you know, getting hanging out with people, meeting people, you know, setting up interviews. And like, we were just trying to make the most of that experience. So we really didn't get to see, like, we didn't get to see old town Austin. We didn't get to like, um, I did see a, um, a dude smoking crack with a, uh, pirate hat on. And I, uh, named him, uh, Captain Crack Sparrow. So that happened. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the highlights of the trip for sure. Yeah. <laughs> nah but we didn't get to like do any out outdoor stuff there did he have a patch on he did not have an eye patch no but he had like a straight up it was red but it was like a tr one of those triangular captain pirate hats on his head out there in the sun i was like damn <laughs> i want to get to that level of not getting yeah, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I like having just a little bit of not give a fuck. That's the hard part is like not giving a fuck sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's good to care, though. I think that sets you apart from people for some reason. Have you, have you read that book, The, the Subtle yeah. Art of Not, of giving, not a giving a Fuck? No, I, I haven't. I've seen it for sale. I haven't read it. Did you read it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, I mean, like he says that everybody gives a fuck about something. You just got to know what you give a fuck about. about. And that's good. You know, cause yeah. people say, oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, well, there's certain things that you don't give a fuck about, but obviously there's things that you do give a fuck about, like your family, your business. Your, sure. You know? So this is choosing what you want to give a fuck about. Oh, so this is his 525. So Warren Buffett does it in like a, yeah, it's a, it's a similar concept where it's like, yeah, it's what can you focus? It's like, what's your focus? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but but he adds not giving a fuck. That's Chris. genius. This is a genius concept. <laughs> but it's true. You can't you can't do too much. And I feel like um that's I've done too much for long long periods of time for sure. Um because I wanna I wanna get it all in. Right? What if you if you didn't have to sleep, do so much, you get so much done. <laughs> just <no> sleep, then. <laughs> but you gotta sleep. Not the hallucinations come out. Yeah, you do start hallucinating if you uh, lose too much sleep. So it is important. Yeah, um, yeah. I got to get, I'm like an eight hour a night. I don't know about you guys. I got to like, I don't do well if I don't sleep. I'm about like a six hour type yeah. person. Six hours, yeah. That's good. Six, seven, something like Six, that. seven, yeah, yeah. I got to get like a couple cycles in there to feel good. <laughs> couple sleep cycles. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still kind of late to work sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, man, I used to work, you know, I used to manage a restaurant over here um, in, in Frederick and we had uh, multiple, it was a, like a hipster spot. So people were late all the time, but there was this one 
girl who was always late. Her name was Lydia. And she just was always 15 minutes late. We would like, you know, put money down and everybody would pick a time for when they would think she would show up. Right. And, uh, she was always like 15 minutes late at least. And, uh, it just was funny. Cause I would always try to think of a way I was trying to just make her laugh usually, but I would just try to think of a way to like phrase it differently to maybe where it would make sense to her. I'd be like, so what if she'd come in 15 minutes late? She'd be like, give this, I'm sorry. I'm late. It's like, so, okay. So what about this? all your clocks in the house, you just set them 15 minutes. You know, and I'm always trying to find some way to be like, how can you trick yourself to be regular like everybody else? <laughs> 15 minutes earlier is not a bad idea. Yeah, that's well, in the military, I was in the Marine Corps and they said 15 minutes early is on time and I want you early. So 15 minutes early to the 15 minutes early is on time. So you had to be half an hour early <clears throat> to the time that you're supposed to be there. And you know what happened in that half an hour? Nothing. Nothing would happen. We'd stand there wasting a half an hour. This is this is the discipline part that they're trying to teach you, right? Yeah, it's true. It's trying to get there early. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Get there early. Yeah. But I mean they would have made they would have also like it would have made sense for them to like make you do something. Yeah. We just stand around and shoot the shit. You know, but there were people in the military that there were ladies too late late people that come show up late so like it doesn't i don't think the military changes that about you i think you because there were people in the military that would show up late to everything and you're like you know they you'd have to everybody's got to do push-ups now because fucking smith gotta be late you know and <laughs> so i don't think it's like they're everywhere <laughs> you're here. everywhere yeah. All right, bro. Um, damn, dude, yeah. we fucking just passed an hour. Sweet. Easy um, peasy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so everybody, where they can find you guys and everything you're doing? At my motherfucking house. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can find me. <laughs> you can find us. Uh, you can listen to the podcast. Our podcast is Modern Electrician Podcast. You can listen to it anywhere that you listen to those uh podcasts. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, check it out starting to do more video stuff. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, modernelectricianpod.com. You can go there. You can uh, interact with us, talk talk to us, talk shit. Um, and then you can find us on uh, Instagram at, you know, modern underscore electrician. And then our electric company is Lumen Brothers Electric Company. So check us out online too, lumenbrotherselectric.com. Yeah, man, Instagram, all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. That was good, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, likewise. Appreciate you guys. Nice meeting you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. I'll be in touch. Later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.